G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. On SENSA, you're listening to The Sandful Show. For Host Plus, an industry super fun for all Australians. The Host Plus Sandful League is just warming up. Feeling those game day vibes? Nothing beats it. Sample show for SEN with Damon Adams and Andrew Hayes. Hazy, each week we like to turn back the clock and look at a past player, a great of the Sandful. Mm, a great of the Sandful. And jeez, I mean, did we go to the top shelf this week? We're talking uh, one of the greats from the Bloods, former AFL player too, mind you. And most importantly, a Bloods Premiership player who's still in the system as an assistant coach uh, out at West Adelaide. His name is Adam Hartlett. Hartsy, good afternoon. Thank you, Hazy. It's um, yeah, it's, it was a bit of a surprise to get the, uh, the text <laughs> come out yesterday, mate, and uh, and asked to be on the show. But it's an absolute pleasure. I love uh, obviously talking footy and talking about the Bloods, and and more importantly, talking about myself. So, <laughs> Hard good <to> combination. <laughs> it's. Uh... <laughs> It's a little bit of trepidation that I can hear in your voice because I, I think maybe the uh, the suspicion that Hazy is here to towel you up, um, it, it could be high at the moment. Yeah, absolutely. There's um, there's a few stories that uh, most of the footy public are aware of and a few more personal ones that Hazy is probably more <laughs> uh, knowledgeable of uh, as well that uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they pop up in the next five to ten minutes. Well, it's funny that you uh, should mention that. Let's start there. No, I'm just kidding. What I will say is that um, you've got players who leave their heart and soul on the field, and you're one of them, Adam. Um, you're also one of those players who um, leave their heart and soul at the nightclub. So 2015, <laughs> 2015, you win a flag with West Adelaide. Take us through what that was like for you. I got to see you in full action, and you celebrated very well, but it was a really, really special time and a great experience. Uh, it was huge, mate. I, um, yeah, after, you know, sort of uh, the disappointment of being let go by Carlton um, at the end of 2010, uh, sorry, 2009, I, my focus for me uh, was to get back to West Adelaide and, um, and to either play 100 games of senior footy for the club uh, and get my name up on an honour board or, or win a premiership. And I was, I was lucky enough during my seven years to, to tick off the premiership. Um, after having um, some disappointment in 2012, we went down to Norwood uh, in a grand final, uh, bombed out in a prelim the year after, and, and then really bottomed out uh, with, under Mark Mickens' first year at the club, uh, where we just tried to tank for a few things. Uh, and I was just thinking to myself, geez, <laughs> I don't know if this, this premiership's coming around anytime soon, but... Um, yeah, 2015, it, it all sort of clicked and we got great people to the club, including folks like yourself, Hazy, and obviously Justin Hardy, who had tasted lots of premiership success at at, uh, at the Doggies. So, um, yeah, we just uh, got things going at the right time. We snuck into third place, got the double chance and um, were able to knock off the Eagles um, in the GF. And, um, yeah, as you mentioned, mate, it... It, it was just it was one of the the highlights for me as a as a uh, athlete and a footballer um, to win a premiership at state league level and um, as you mentioned celebrated accordingly <laughs> accordingly I, I was working for my mum at the time she she got me back into work on the Wednesday and I was pretty oh. rough still for a couple of days 
But I reckon Brad Helbig's still going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I reckon you're you're right. What was his little his little uh, saying? I, I won one, and I think I, I've heard yeah. him say that about uh, two or three times a day ever know. since then. So, um, and the other thing is, it was Tuesday. So the the big day is Tuesday at at the brewery. And obviously things are going to change up uh, now in the last sort of couple of years because the brewery doesn't really exist anymore. But I just remember seeing you guys turn up, uh, just a pack of absolute disheveled messes. <laughs> yeah. uh, most blokes were just pale white. I just remember thinking, well, I know it was Sunday, but you've gone far too hard on a Monday and you guys didn't time this too well. But somehow no. you broke through and celebrated accordingly. Yeah, yeah, that was... That was funny. That was a, gr- a ripping day. Like that's just iconic. That that day at the brewery where you you, you just uh, lock yourselves into a little function centre and um, obviously after unveiling the flag, but w- watch the the replay of the grand final and reminisce a little bit um, whilst having a couple of West Ends and some pizza as well. It's it's a cracking day, um, and oh, it's a bit gross this story. But we're on the little bus <laughs> on the bus on the way down there, and I was sitting next to Riley Neal. And he was turning a bit green, and um, he he grabbed a box of pizza shapes, and just held his guts up straight into the oh, into this box of shapes. Oh yeah, so you're not wrong. We were pretty dishevelled at that point, and hadn't timed our run too well. But um, I don't think we'd changed too much. Hopefully, the celebrations post didn't cloud the memory of how the 2015 grand final actually played out. Is there a moment from that game that stands out to your heart? Um. Oh, it, it, to be honest, I, I do reflect on that day a lot, and I just I can't believe how quick the day went. I, I just remember getting to quarter time and going, "Shit!" Like we we're, we're playing good footy here, and we're up, and we we sustain this for another you know um, hour and a half, and we we're, we're home kind of thing. And um, the the funniest story out of that day is um, Shannon Green kicked uh, a goal at like the 28 minute mark of the final quarter to put us six goals up and um and phil uh, aaron Philkey ran past me and he was smiling and goes we've got this heart and i i was just like in the zone and i was just like bro like i was swearing at him like get back to your position switch on like it's not <laughs> over yet because i was just petrified that that in the next 30 seconds of footy eagles are going to go on a heater and kick eight goals <laughs> you know i just i was just so in the zone and in I, I wish i could could have just relaxed a little bit and soaked up the last five minutes of of the game and you know soak the crowd in and but man i was just like that, there was something I just wanted so bad to win that premiership, and I was just like, I'm, I'm playing this out until the final siren kind of thing. So, uh, the, yeah, it's funny. I, I just remember cooking uh, filks, and <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was, it was a bit of a funny one. Oh, mate, it was so fun to watch you guys celebrate, and just the fans as well. It's so, I suppose, refreshing, or it really touches when you see fans that are genuinely in tears because they've been starved of premiership success and all those types of things. Uh, mate, we'll move on to now, and obviously you're in the coaching space as an assistant at the Bloods. Um, and I don't want to embarrass you here, but it's it's not just me saying this. It's people across the board. At some stage, you're going to be coaching a league team. Where that's going to be, who knows? But that's probably what you're destined for if you want to do that. The coaching thing, how long has it been burning for you? Yeah, it's, it's a funny one, Hazy. I appreciate those words too, mate. I... Um yeah, I'm really passionate about it. Uh, I'm really passionate about coaching the Bloods. 
at the moment and, and loving my role as, as an assistant there and, and trying to help improve uh, our squad um, and the players individually. But it was funny, when I was still playing um, under Andy Collins, who was a, a coach of, of mine at Westies, I, I remember him saying to me one day, you're going to make a great coach. And at that time, you know, I was... It was didn't even you know cross my mind. I was in leadership groups and that sort of stuff. But yeah, he just sort of said, "You've got a great footy brain. You get on well with a lot of people. You're going to make a great coach." So um, I, I vividly remember that, but not thinking that much would come from it. Um, and then as I got to the back end of my my playing career at Westies, and and the impact I, I suppose I had on on a lot of players, younger guys coming up to me asking you know, lots of questions about the game and how they should prepare and, and, and you know, some more crafty and technical aspects of the game. I, I had all these answers for it and I was just like, shit, Colo might be right here. <laughs> the, um, and I, I do, I, I genuinely enjoy helping people and, and building relationships and that sort of stuff, mate. So, yeah, I um, after retiring in 2016, uh, moved up to Mildura, um, to transition out of playing and and, um, and get into the coaching caper. And, um, yeah, I, I was coach of the Imperial Football Netball Club up there, uh, who was so good for me and my family, um, understanding uh, where I wanted to get to and really supportive um, of, of the, you know, the time we had up there. And, and then, you know, lucky enough, after three years to, to come back to Adelaide and first uh, signed it, at Glenelg as an assistant coach for 12 months and, um, you know, the last two years uh, or 18 months been at, been back at the Bloods where it all sort of started for me. So, um, yeah, as I said um, earlier on, doing my level three in coaching at the moment, uh, which is a little bit time-consuming, which is absolutely fine because I love it and it's something I want to do. So, um, yeah, just got to keep working hard, um, hopefully get some wins for the Bloods soon and, um, yeah, chipping away. Oh, mate, we're enjoying watching your coaching journey. Just before we let you go as well, it would be criminal of me not to bring be. up. Uh, I mean, could you call... I, I wouldn't call it a career highlight, but just um, <laughs> a very interesting moment in your playing career. Take us through, and I've seen it via uh, meme form about six or seven times, this uh, player-to-fan interaction involving Adam Hartlett. I reckon the Bloods be stirred one day. Yeah, so the uh, it was a game at West Adelaide. We were stinking it up um, throughout the course of the season. We were playing ten to one to win this game against Sturt, who were flying at the top of the ladder. And um, I remember before the, the game, Schmidt, Chris Schmidt was our uh, captain at the time, my captain, and he brought all the players into the meeting room, kicked all the coaches out, and he just said, "Boys." let's just get into these blokes today. I don't care if you start fights, this and that and everything else. And I'm just like, you beauty, let's go. Ice and, up. Um, and so I've, we've all done our warm-up, gone out to our positions, and I've lined up uh, centre-half back on their skipper at the time. Oh, his name escapes me. It shouldn't escape me because he's absolutely gun. Was it was Yes. It Michael Code? Yeah, Michael Code, yeah. Yeah, and so a bit of push and shove, a few words, um, jumper punches, and then he actually cocked one back and landed one on my chin before the bounce. So I reciprocated. The umpire <laughs> saw it, 
<laughs> and uh, they've, kicked, they've kicked a goal before the game's even started. And, of course, all the Sturt supporters there are just into me. Um, and then half-time rolls around, and Schmidty's getting tagged. We're, we're, I think we are just up, and um, Schmidty was getting tagged, and he grabbed me, Ben Fisher, and maybe one or two others and said, look, I'm... I'm going to whack this guy, but when I do, you've got to be there to look after me, kind of thing. So there's a ball, up, there's a stoppage at centre wing in front of the grandstand, and and um, we're sort of waiting around for the umpire to, you know, organise the the stoppage, and and you just hear someone get thumped, and yeah. Schmitty, I look up, Schmitty's like eyes are white, and he's sprinting towards me with a few other Sturt players after him. <laughs> And uh, and then it was on from there, and it was just like a, it was a brawl, and the umpires flicked the ball up to try and uh, break it up, and the ball's gone down through for a point. And anyway, I've come out of this scuffle and um and run down to take the kick in, and as I've leant over to to pick the ball up, this I've seen out of the corner of the eye, this Sturt supporter come down and he's given me a mouthful of lip, and um, as he leant over the fence to berate me, I yeah just gave him a little clip. So uh, I, I, I didn't think much of it. And then um, Graham Barton, who uh, was on the board at the time, is, was a copper. And he said, oh, you, you're going to be in some trouble there, mate. And uh, anyway, I ended up copping four weeks for it. And um, yeah, yeah, oh. it, it's uh, it's not one of my proudest moments. I'd like <laughs> to think I conquered a bit more on the footy field than uh, snot and some Sturt supporter. But uh, it's, yeah, in hot, it's, it, it, it's, yeah, it, 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 that's just what I was like, though. I was just, I, I had this white line fever. Uh, and it's funny, meeting players um, out on the town or outside of footy, they just can't believe how different I am to when I am on the field. I just get so competitive and so passionate about my teammates and the, the jumper I'm wearing that I tend to do some silly things. But, um, Mate, oh, well, no regrets. I, I was one of them. <laughs> I, I was absolutely one of them. I, we played a couple of games uh, against you uh, for the Dogs, and I reckon you, um, Michael Code style, cocked the one back and got a few of the Dogs boys. <laughs> and we go, this guy's, this, yeah. there's something wrong with this guy. And then I'd, I'd bump oh, into you at Mansions, and we'd have uh, one of the best nights ever. <laughs> That's right, <laughs> I know. Uh, and it's, yeah, I've, I've run into a few players, and they're, they're just like, their head's spinning. They're expecting me to be some... <laughs> psycho um, off the field but no nah, it's just uh, once I cross the white line unfortunately the uh, yeah the brain goes a bit foggy he's one of the great personalities of the Sandville the prodigal son returned home to the Bloods the 2015 Premiership star uh, and now assistant coach Adam Hartlett mate if you want to catch up with the full podcast of that extended version there's more stories to be told make sure you jump on the sandful show podcast search for that adam hartlett thanks so much for joining us mate no thanks for having me guys pleasure what a great pass player (laughs) your your grin is as big as a cheshire cat right now (laughs) yeah no like in all honesty and uh i don't want to embarrass him again but uh, i mean adam hartlett's the type of bloke that absolutely every team would want because like like you mentioned, he would go out and put in a 110%. The passion, the intensity. There would not have been a single person, either at Carlton, um, up at Mildura, at the Bloods, that didn't absolutely love playing with him. And he's absolutely the type of blokes um, that gets people to a football club. Yeah. So the Bloods are very lucky to have him at the moment. Where he ends up is going to be very interesting because he's going to be a very, very good senior coach. He's got a good mix of positive relationships 
and probably knowing the right time to be firm as well with players. And as we know now with coaching, it is so important to have strong relationships with your players. Adam Hartlett was our guest. This is The Sandful Show. Thanks to Host Plus. Deck maintenance isn't fun. Move the furniture and barbecue, sand and prep, paint, seal, or get a low-maintenance Trex deck. The only colour fade you'll have to deal with is watching the sunset. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.